Greetings, fans. Welcome to another edition of Shy Lounge. I am your host, Shinblaze. So sit back, turn up those vi- turn up the volume in those earbuds, and listen out for this new episode. Man, uh, I've been away for a couple weeks because um, I wear many different hats. Let me just start off by saying that. Um, other than being a host of Shy Lounge, I thank everyone for listening to uh, Shy Lounge and spreading the word about it. Even I got a guy from uh, Ireland who hit me up on Instagram, sensational one, about uh, liking my work. So it was very much a uh, blessing to hear that. You know, um, sometimes I would think that I don't do much for the people that listen to my show, but for th- little things like that, I'm very, very appreciative. Uh, people sending me, uh, you know, uh, thank yous and congratulations and inspirations. So it makes me work a bit more for you, including those people who do, uh, do stuff like that. Because, um, honestly, Shinblade wouldn't be nothing if it wasn't for the fans that listen to Shy Lounge or support the Instagram, support the Twitter, even, uh, my Facebook page, uh, at official Shinblade. So um, I just wanted to get that out there uh, for those who think I'm just doing this because I, for for fame or anything like that, that's not the case. But when messages come like that, you know, thank you and I like your work. Uh, I'm very appreciative of it. Anyway, um, as far as the many hats are concerned, not only I'm a host of Shy Lounge, I'm also a, uh, a reporter for uh a lot of top wrestling websites whenever I go to these shows, uh, whether it be Tier 1, whether it be uh, Ring of Honor, Warriors of Wrestling, uh, Bree Combination Wrestling. Um, I'm missing someone in that mix. Oh, yeah, Battle Club Pro, one of my favorites. Uh, just started in October 2006, 16. Uh, it's been a uh, great promotion. Shout out to Carlos, the owner, and uh, Dave Sturcio. Uh, AKA Dave Destruction, who's the uh, general manager and commentator, and uh, Joaquin Morales, uh, the play-by-play man for for Battle Club Pro. Man, I can't wait to see their next show. Uh, other than April 23rd, where they're uh, facing off against Tier 1 Wrestling, sadly, uh, that night I'll be Team Tier 1. Um, they have another show on May 6th, uh, Let the Villain Reign which uh, reminds me of Marty Skrull a lot, uh, Ring of Honor uh, television champion at the time. Um, So if you're out in the Bronx or uh, even New York City or even New Jersey, come up to uh, Battle Club Pro and check them out. If you want more details, just hit me up on Facebook uh, at Official Shin Blade or even at my email at shin.blade.808 at gmail.com. Also, I am a, uh, what do you say, a co-host, panelist, um, guest on, constantly on the official MCW uh, Pro Wrestling Podcast, formerly known as Maryland Championship Wrestling, with uh, Michael Lindenbaum, uh, Phil Stamper, and uh, Mansa Herndon. Um, I, I love uh, contributing to that uh, company. You know, they welcome me in with open arms. Shout out to Dan McDevitt um, and Dennis Whiprag, Bernie Deal many of those people uh so i'm thankful for doing that it also sidetracks me from doing shy lounge and with the interviews because uh you know i help i try to help them uh get their material out there for people to hear because i know there's someone who's not in the maryland dc delaware or even pennsylvania area that comes out to mcw shows but they'd like to know the results and the takes on matches so um i'm always willing to help out um anybody who uh quote unquote grabs shin blade for merely almost anything it's a blessing just to be asked um because they don't really have to do it you don't really have to ask me it's just a blessing for me to help out i'm here to serve uh, as bob evans would say um just just all that but also uh I've gotten a lot of feedback from going to the big event in new york over the uh 1st of march which was a uh great great uh outing that i that i uh went to i never been to the other ones but this is my first one so i think it's big event 12 uh you know just like a convention in new york oh also i forgot uh shout out to brian cage uh from the 559 of lucha underground who um i rode up to uh queens new 
Queens, New York with, you know, we were talking comic book movies, um, Logan, uh, I, I seen it, um, I don't know, I think he has seen it up to this point, so, uh, great guy, the Swolverine, so, if you're a fan of Lucha Underground, check him out, and it's also on Netflix, too, uh, just came out on Netflix recently, so, uh, if you don't get El Rey Network in your area, uh, just tune into Netflix, Netflix account, eight ninety nine a month, uh, streaming, all you want, go binge on it, because, um, I already seen seasons one and two. I, I was one of the uh, believers since day one. So um, I'm marketing that to you for those who haven't listened. Also, that my last interview was with Phoenix from Lucha Underground. So uh, thank you for those who have been listening. The numbers have just been climbing up and hopefully they'll climb up some more after the uh, Netflix binging of everybody in the worldwide phenomenon that is Lucha Underground. So anyway. Big event in New York. I had a great time going up there. I was working for Melissa Santos, the ring announcer of Lucha Underground. She's a sweetheart. Um, also, some Jimmy Seafood was there. So, uh, we had a great time taking pictures. And uh, there, there's a family that uh, we ended up taking a picture with. I wasn't in it. I took the, I took the shot. I posted on my Instagram the uh, guy... I think his uh, Instagram handle was MeDragon6969. So I posted that picture. He was a very great guy. His whole family dressed up uh, to take this picture. Him and another person dressed up as the Authors of Pain from NXT. So uh, no guessing there that they're fans of uh, Razor and Akum in NXT. Um, but it was, it was such a, a truly gifted moment for me to experience. And that's what I actually live for. I actually live for stories and experiences in this business. No fame here. If I do get fame, thank you. If I don't, then I'm grateful too. But the stories that could possibly come out, what I should I say come out that I, uh, take in and endear of what happens to me and what happens to others as I experience, uh, it, it's just more of a reward than fame it's a better reward than fame you know because um i love sitting down with people like myself and we just sit down and we talk and have stories like all the time and you know none of us gets a big head and uh uh we just we just have a lot of fun you know go out to a local eatery and we just we just (laughs) pardon the pun we just dish so i had a great time met ddp for the first time sid vicious for the first time uh, the um, the miracle Mike Bennett and Maria Canellis was at a table across from from where I was. Uh, Coco Beware again, a lot of names. Also, uh, Nikki Adams from Warriors of Wrestling. She's a dear sweetheart. Uh, who else? Uh, the elite athlete Mike Orlando and Anna Teresa. I love those. I love that couple. They're uh, they they mean a special place to my heart. Um, you know, I didn't, I didn't know him when I first got into tier one wrestling, but now I know him now, you know, other than ring of honors, uh, future of honor card. Um, he's on his way up. He, he, he got the tools and, um, whatever have you, you just got to take a certain pair of eyes to look at him. And, um, that's all I can say about that. Also shout out to Sonny kiss. One of my favorites. Uh, he's, he's a, he's a sweetheart. Um, you know, there was some controversy a couple months ago, but he's gotten over it. He's just pouring through positivity. Every time I see him, people take pictures with him, uh, you know, hug him. So he's doing the thing. Um, back to the big event. Uh, I got a lot of waves for the uh, picture that I got with uh, Alberto Del Rio, or should I say Alberto El Patron, now that he's left WWE. I don't think he's coming back. Um, I, I really don't. And uh, his uh, fiance page who uh is still contracted with wwe but you know she's a sweetheart too um del rio is a very nice guy uh i can't i can't say anything negative about him he's a fun loving guy so you know um i can't wait to see him again in june when he takes on uh pentagon jr the former pentagon jr i can't get his his uh name that he goes by because triple h is not triple h triple a in mexico is uh hounding him about his name and how he can't use it i think it's 
uh, El Pinto de Sierra Cedo or Pentagon OM. So I got to ask a couple of my associates about that one. But they're facing off at an SWF in Atlantic City, New Jersey on uh, June 11th. So I'll be there um, with my friend, the Money Mark, and we're going to do the damn thing. But uh, also ending to this big event story, um, I ended up being a handler for the Great Kali uh, that night and an event in New Jersey, another SWF event. Um, great Kali is a very nice guy. Uh, very tall guy. If you ever see a picture of him and uh, myself, I'm only six feet tall and that guy is like seven, one literally. And I just feel such a midget standing next to him. So, uh, you know, he, we, uh, went down to New Jersey and I did his pictures as people uh, saw my we're waiting picture with the great colleague, you know, me rolling my eyes a little bit. Um, but I do have a funny story about a uh, great colleague, nothing, nothing uh, hindering to him. But uh, I remember there was a match that they had him participating in and he's sitting down at his autograph table. I'm sitting right beside him talking to him about certain matches and the great colleague loves fun. He, he loves fun matches to get the crowd going, get the crowd engaged. Um, my, my word is not his, but he likes fun. And the guy comes up and he's like, Hey, I'm working with you in this match. He's like, okay. So he's like, well, we want you to come out here and go in the ring and do blah, 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 blah. You got to catch SWF, uh, wrestling, uh, videos for that. So he looks a little, uh, confused and he's like, okay, I will do so. And what's funny is that. As soon as the guy walks away, about not even two minutes later, he grab he says, "We going back now," and he grabs my neck, and he doesn't purposely grab my neck. His hand is on my shoulder, but the thumb and fourth first finger is wrapped around my neck. So, what's funny is that when a seven foot guy has you of the shoulders and neck with his hand. You kind of go the way that he does. Uh, I don't think anybody can beat him off and say, get your hands off me. And plus, I felt a Bob Euchre, Andre the Giant moment when he uh, so-called did that. But anyway, fast forward to the uh, match and what his spot was. He did it. Uh, crowd erupted. Crowd took pictures with him. A lot of a lot of people were intimidated by him as if he wasn't as if they didn't know he was seven feet tall. But uh, we had a great time and uh I got the picture uh, with him as far as the height difference. So check it out on Instagram pretty soon. Check it out on Instagram pretty soon and let me know what you think. All right. Uh, man, I've been talking too much about big event and travels. But then again, this is my show and I like to tell people stories. If you want to hear more stories, let me know at shin.blade.808 at gmail.com. Hit me up on Facebook at Official Shinblade, Twitter at Sensational One. And Instagram at Sensational One. Anyway, um, this guest, this guest on this show, I advise uh, put the kitties down, put anybody with sensitive ears down because this show is not PG. Seriously, it is not PG. The guest that I have today is uh, a good friend of mine. I've known him generally in uh, internet wise for about two years until I met him, uh, named by Vinny DeGuido. Now, Vinny is a is a walking stereotype of an Italian Guido, but he plays it well in the business. Uh, he's a great guy, cracking jokes, met his fiance, uh, Miss Zainab Ali, very beautiful woman. Uh, man, sometimes I question, like, where was he when he picked her up? And does Zainab uh, have any sisters or a cousin or something? Man, such beautiful people. But, you know, I'm not I'm not going to uh, steal Vinny's girl, you know, because I love them both and they're, they're men for each other. But anyway, um, we get into about him being in business, what he likes, being in show business, also uh, his opinions. And uh, I think a bit more swear words, too. He makes Jake Rob my Jake Roberts interview look like an angel. So for those who have sensitive ears, uh, you might want to. Uh, Turn turn it off as soon as the interview comes and, you know, kind of turn it back on when the interview is over. But 
anyway, before I get to that, I have a song from uh, one of my friends, Chris Prism of Illiteracy. This song is inspired by one of the best picture uh, categories in the Academy Awards. Uh, apparently, it was controversial because this picture almost won it, but they read it wrong. Uh, you know, shout out to Moonlight, which was a great movie. Great independent movie, should I say. It wasn't no big budget. It was just something that somebody put together and ended up being good. Uh, not to uh, undermine the film. But this song is called Lottie Da. Inspired from the movie La La Land. So, before I get to the interview, check out Chris Prism's uh, track that I'm about to play right now called Lottie Da from La La Land. I repeat, Lottie Da from La La Land. funny 
Anyway, um, I'm here with one of my good friends for two years. I just met up with him today. And we just finished a uh, episode of Legends TV, Vinny DeGuido, or uh, how do you say your name? You just said it. <laughs> oh, I thought you wanted me to go by your government. Vinny DeGuido. Okay. So I have Vinny to go... DeGuido, a.k.a. the town douchebag, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the town douchebag. Well, um... Th- it's, it's been an honor to uh, meet you, like, you know, for the first time in two years. Yeah, no kidding. We've known each other for two years, and we're just meeting now. Yeah, yeah. Go figure. And so, yet, yet you've always come to Evan Ginsburg's show, which is right down the block from my house, and yet we still haven't bumped into each other until No, now. no, it, it's, it's pretty uh, crazy. I mean, I guess with the guest that he has on the show, is like I never see your name up there. Then the next week when I go back to Baltimore or do another show. All of a sudden I'm on there. Yeah, you're, like, you're on you're there. You're like, motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> Uh, you were here with you. Oh, just to get out of the way. Cocksucker, motherfucker, fucks your cunt, cock, and pussy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. Vinny knows a lot about that. So yes. uh, I love pussy. <laughs> <laughs> so does our president. Yes. So, yes, indeed. So does our president. He loves it. He loves grabbing it. He likes pornography pussy, too. Oh, really? Yeah, look who he's married to. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I've seen the pictures. Um, somebody sent it to me. I tapped that ass. I'm pretty sure my I'm pretty sure my fiance grabbed the ass too. But. You know, you know, she'll try to copy your fiance yeah. if uh, you do. Well, we're trying just trying to be like the new president. We want to grab the pussy, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, but by the way, your your uh, fiance is more beautiful than than her. That's my opinion. Oh yeah. Yeah, you know, very exotic. Oh yeah. And also, she's just see her naked. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I can't do that. I'm sorry. I can't help it. It's my, you know. We're breaking vulgar, a lot of. It's my vulgar sense of humor, folks. I'm breaking a lot of commandments seeing his fiance Listen, naked. I got to give her a lot of credit for putting up with my shit, all right? I mean, she she knows she knows I do comedy. She knows I'm vulgar. But she knows, like, this is just my personality, and everybody knows that this is how I am. I have to be like this because it's the entertainment industry. You know, you're, people are even when you're not on camera, you're always in the public eye. So, I try to keep in character when I'm in out in public and everything. Like I don't behind closed doors is different. It's a completely different video. But you know, when I'm out in public and stuff, even when I'm with my kids, it's like there's sometimes I'll go to a base, I'll take my kids to a to a Mets game or whatever. And mm-hmm. There'll be fans there, so it's like you know, I always gotta you know. Keeping character. I, I, I'm kind of old school. I don't like breaking kayfabe, really. Wait, you, you know? do that in front of your kids with all the uh, talk? No, 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 not that. that oh, okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> Although they do pick up shit in school, so, you, you know. But, but this is not well, everything, everything's yeah. in school and but, on the internet. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I mean, shit, I was a legend in, 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 in high school. Let me tell you, my, my, my kids still hear stories from teachers that were in school when I was in school. And... Apparently, there's still stories going around on how I was in school. Uh, Because one of the teachers go to my son, he's like, you know, I hope you're nothing like your father. (laughs) I'm going to bite and ask you, what was one of the craziest stories that a teacher ever witnessed of uh, Little Vinny? Well, let's see. The fire alarm, that, that got old pretty quickly. I mean, I did that a few times. And I always did it with a stick so I wouldn't get the, 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 the yellow liquid that squirts out of it. The, the what? You know when you pull a fire like Well, the old school fire alarms. Like, yes, yes. You know, the, the, like, like this liquid would squirt out of it, I guess, to catch people doing, you know. I don't know. Oh, but, man. Yeah, they had it rigged, but I don't think they do that anymore. But back in the day, like, I would always, like, use a twig to do it just so I don't get the liquid on my hands so they okay. can't find out who did it, you know. <laughs> forensics before yeah. forensics, huh? And one time, one time, uh, me and my friend decided to uh, stick an M80 in the, to- one of the second floor toilet bowl. Oh, my God. And flooded the entire West Wing. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. They never found out who did it, but it was me. Oh, <laughs> now now it's on display now. It was but, me. but then again, it's like 30, 30, uh, 20, 30 years later, yeah. so like you can't really be arrested or you know, no, yeah, exactly. Your limitations, exactly. But um, how did you know? It's funny you talk about your fiance. You guys are in love, uh, despite the character. Yeah. Um, how did you meet she, her? She works in the entertainment industry too now because of me. I helped her out with it. But. Oh, really? Yeah, she she own uh, she's the owner of the Nightmare Nakara blog. Really? And uh, 
you know, she always had a passion for writing and, 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 and she always had a passion for the horror community. And she has a and, passion for Vinny, I, too. Yeah, oh, yeah, she does. <laughs> but I, I'll tell you, like, like she, she's very talented. And, and I told her, I said, if you, if you do something that makes you happy, don't ever let anyone tell you that you can't do something. You know, if you want to do it, do it. And, you know, I, I, I helped her. I helped motivate her to do what she, you know, helped her persuade what she loves to do. So, you mm-hmm. know. And she, you know, she's very good with a lot of, a lot of different things. You know, she, she, she does like, you know, like she has like shirt design ideas and then we hire, she hires a designer to design it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, she sells like shirts and mugs and a whole bunch of other stuff on, you know, through Amazon and stuff like that. So, okay. you know, she, she's very talented in a lot of, in a lot of ways. And, you know, I wanted to help her with that. She came out with a heart, you know, since she loves to, to write. She came out with an audio book, the nightmare, the nightmare no car, you know, the mm-hmm. nightmare no audio book. Okay. So uh, it's six six scary stories, and she does that, and you know, she she just loves writing, and she even scares you, huh? Eh, I'm not much of the scary type. She's into the horror stuff. I I watch it occasionally. I'm more into the comedies. Okay. You know. Well, it, it does clash yeah. sometimes horror and comedy. I mean, remember Vampire in Brooklyn? Oh yeah, by Wes yeah, Craven. Yeah, it was funny. It was, it was more of a horror comedy. Yeah. Um, but I mean, but I mean, like, like I told her, like in the very beginning of the relationship, I told her, I said, "Look, I'm not really the relationship type. A lot of women can't handle my lifestyle, so you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm just throwing that out there." But it's, she, it's the entertainment industry. But she understands. I mean, there's times where women will hit on me right in front of her. And wow, but she's she knows at the end of the day, I'm going home with her, so yeah. you know, is, you, you know, you have to have three major keys in every relationship, and you have to have all three in order for it to work. Mm-hmm. One is you got to trust each other, mm-hmm. that's a given. Mm-hmm. You have to trust each other, you have to trust her, she has to trust you. That's just it. So, trust, communication. Oh, yeah, believe it or not. What I hate is when people say, oh, yeah, I have such a perfect relationship. Oh, yeah, we never argue anything. Guess what? That shit ain't going to happen. That shit's not going to last long because they're keeping it bottled up. Mm-hmm. If you if something bothers you, you need to let your other partner know, and they need to let you know exactly. what bothers them. And that happens through arguing. Arguing, believe it or not, may not seem like it's healthy, but it's very healthy. Because mm-hmm. arguing, arguing, arguing is communication. Mm-hmm. They're letting you know what's bothering them, and you're letting them know what's bothering you. Mm-hmm. Now, you can compromise. You can try to work it out, or you can say, fuck you. Have a nice day. <laughs> but but, um, but basically, you know, you, you got to have trust, communication, and, oh, yes, lots of sex. <laughs> and if you're missing any of the three, it's never going to work. Oh, period. man. So... I got to work on the lots of sex thing as far as uh, other women are concerned. Because I don't, I don't know yeah. a lot of them would agree with that part. You know, they, you know, they would Oh, they like, agree. They secretly agree, but they agree. <laughs> oh, they agree. Why do you think in most sex shops there's nothing but vibrators and all this other shit? It's because women do it more than the men do, except they won't admit it. Well, they just made, they just made stuff for the men. And then also I seen a video on Facebook about a made-up uh, vagina for men that, you know, they can create kind of MacGyver type thing. Yeah, but women can have multiple orgasms. Guys can only have one. Yeah. And we have to wait 20 minutes to get it back up again. So, you know. <laughs> or five minutes, depending on who or you are. Or five minutes, yeah, debating, debating. Um, but At my age, it starts to dwindle. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding, folks. Just kidding. But, no, but, but. well, I'm going to get into this. Uh, you, Vinny DeGuido, like, how did you get into the entertainment industry in your character, besides from being from high school and doing various pranks? Like, what... My parents put me through acting school, musical theater, all that shit that I hated back then, but mm-hmm. it ended up working out to my advantage now. Okay. Um, pro wrestling, I mean, I've been around the business my pretty much my entire life. My dad was, like, really, really good friends with God Rest His Soul, Chief J. Strongbow. Really? And uh, always got backstage. Mm-hmm. Always got backstage. In fact, I met Bobby Rydell mm-hmm. when I... Bobby Rydell is... He's a, he's a pretty... Um, big agent to, mm. with WWE guys and stuff like that. And um, I used to see him backstage all the time when oh, I was wow. a teenager. I known Bobby Rydell since I was a little, like, you know, since I was a kid or whatnot. Mm. But uh, I mean, all through the years, even when I was five years old, I got to meet Bruno San Martino, Hulk Hogan, like my dad's new people in the, in, in the business. Mm-hmm. And they always said when I was a kid, they're like, one day you're going to do this because you got, you know, 
even when I was a teenager, they said I had a good mic voice and I'd be great for TV and stuff. They said, you're going to do this one day. And I was like, I hope so. And sure enough, you know, I ended up doing it and, you know, became a manager because I figured my best attributes is my mouth mm -hmm. in more ways than one. <laughs> but uh, my mouth, but, you know, I mean, I mean, comedy go, you know, the comedy goes a long way with it too. I mean, if I... If I can get people to laugh as a heel, just imagine what I could do as a face, but nobody's ever made me face in the wrestling industry, ever. Yeah, yeah because, you know, you have this stature in a way that you can be heel and people want to see you get beat up. Oh, you mean like getting death threats? Because I've gotten plenty of those, in fact. When you I got was, death threats? Oh, when I was in North Philadelphia, I've gotten death threats, big time. Oh, wow. Remember when the Yankees beat them in the World Series? I forget what year that was. Yeah, but the Yankees, it was, when the, it, was, it was during the time when the Yankees beat the Phillies in the World Series. Well, anyway, I did a show in North Philadelphia about two days shy of the World Series parade. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, you know, I grabbed the microphone. I was like, hey, this is my first time. Of course, it wasn't my first time in Philly, but I was, yeah. I was like, hey, this is my first time in Philly. I said, I said uh, you know, it's great to be here. You know, I haven't... Uh, this is my first time here. You know, I was told the streets are going to be crowded. There's going to be lots of traffic. But when I got here, I noticed that the streets are dead. And I started going like this. And I was like, I was like, wait a minute. I said, weren't you guys supposed to have some kind of parade or something? I was like, oh, that's right. They had the World Series parade in New York City this year. Our New York Yankees beat your Philadelphia Phillies. And they were like, mother. Oh, my like, God. There was more garbage in the ring than there was in a trash can. They were winging full bottles at my head. Oh, my they goodness. Were, like, they I was like, whoa, 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 calm down. I was like, I was like, okay, I was like, whoa, 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 calm down, calm down. I was like, listen, I'm sorry, I forgot where I was for a second. I said, but you know what? You Philadelphians should be used to this by now. Us New Yorkers, we smoke Phillies all the time. And then, that, then some fat guy hopped over the guardrail to come after me and shit, and security had to throw him out. And it, was just, it was just crazy. So, so but, but, but needless to say, at the end of the night, it was like two hours after the show was over. I went to go get my, uh, I went, I went to go get my, um, my bags and stuff, and I went to go walk out. Mm -hmm. And I said, and I go to walk out the door, and security goes, "Where are you going?" I said, "I'm um, going to the car." They go, "No, you're not. There's people outside waiting for you to leave." Oh my god! And. I was like, well, what am I supposed to do? They said, well, they're not leaving until you leave because they really want to kill you. So <laughs> you have yep. to wait for the cops to get here. So I had to wait till the cops got there. Well, well, that was further confirmation to me that Philly can be the ugliest fans when it comes to sports and Ooh, wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've been to 2300 Arena, in, uh, not in the ECW days, but now House of Hardcore and Ring of Honor. Yeah. And I've seen WWE shows on pay-per-view and on the network, and they will let you know if they don't like you. Oh, oh yeah, oh, they hated me. They wanted my throat, literally. Oh, my goodness. The cop, when the cops got there, it's funny, because as soon as the cops got there, they were like, you know, they come in, they go, what's the problem? The security was trying to explain them what happened. You know, he said something on the microphone, and they, you know, they went ballistic. Meanwhile, we were in a church. Okay, we, we were doing, we, we did this at one of those Catholic high schools that have a big gym or whatever. Mm -hmm. So at the time when I, going back, at the time when I said all that in the ring, you could see the priest in the corner doing like a thousand Hail Mary <laughs> praying I make it out of there alive. But, but but it's funny because the, the security's telling the cops this, right? And then, and, then the, and then the cops come over, they're like, well, what did you say? And I said, no, I don't want to tell you. <laughs> the <laughs> cop says, you have to tell me. I said, yeah, but I don't want you kicking my ass. Oh, wow. <laughs> they were like, what'd you say? I was like, listen, man. I was like, I was just doing my job. Keep in mind, all right? Mm -hmm. I'm, my, my job is to, you know, get heat, you mm -hmm. know, get, you know, get them mad. Mm -hmm. He's like, but what did you say? And then I explained it to him. And he's like, hold on a second. The other cops are standing around me. They said, stay here. Don't move. Oh, my Cop God. Cop went to the car, got a bulletproof vest, came into, came into the back into the building and said, here, wear this. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Goes, I was like, well, why I got to wear this? He goes, well, we can't stop bullets. I mean, <laughs> he's like, but they're, he says they're legitimately going to, to try to kill you when, you when we leave. So we have to escort you to the car. And I was like, wow. And sure enough, as soon as we came out those doors, they were throwing shit. One one thing hit one of the cops in the head, and like it was it was it was like it was like almost like a riot. It that, was insane. That is old school 
wrestling. You know who? You know if you ever get a hold of Doc Diamond, if he remembers that story, Doc Diamond can tell you he was there for that. I'm gonna have to search for Doc Diamond now. <laughs> yeah, Doc, Di- I mean, I I don't know if he remembers that. I mean, he you know he he's not doing well health wise. Okay. I'm hoping he, he you know, but I mean. Doc is an old school dude, man. Love Doc Diamond. He's a great guy. Well, um, not to get off point about you, but you know how to throw promos as a heel, and a lot of a lot of people in unfortunately, yes, <laughs> a lot of a lot of people in wrestling don't know how to do that because it's always what chance or uh, they're trying to be cool, they're trying to be with the crowd. Which oh, I, I don't believe they, that. They, they tried that with me one time actually. Well, um, what chance? Yeah, they did, and I and I told them I was like. And I told him, I was like, if I wanted to hear an asshole, I'd fart. Now everybody shut your mouths. And everybody's like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> wow. So uh, so yeah. you've been around the business enough that you, you just started developing how to do promos instead of just standing in the ring and stuttering. Yeah, and- the only reason why the fans do what, what, what is because they want attention. They want the wrestler to respond mm-hmm. or they want the worker to respond to what they're doing. Yeah. If you ignore them, then that's not good business. you mm-hmm. got to cater them let them let them know that they exist they want to feel like they're a part of the show and the only way to keep those asses in those seats and in order to sell tickets guess what you need to acknowledge them not just the camera sometimes and that's why you know uh, stephanie mcmahon and kevin you uh, always play to the camera you should always play to the camera i get that but even you could still play to the camera and and cater to the crowd too okay but it's whether some companies they don't want you to do it's either one of the it's either one or the other. House shows they'll say play to the crowd, TV t- TV tapings they say play to the camera. But I can't I don't see why you can't do both though. I mean I think it's ridiculous that you can't. But there, people are still there. They paid hard earned money for their with their hard earned money for their tickets to come see a television taping. Mm-hmm. But why should they be neglected because of TV cameras? It's all they're, script- they're, paying, they're paying their money to see it too. It's, you know? it's scripts and cues most of the time. Yeah. Which I don't I don't believe in, but um, with with you, uh, you you not only you do wrestling but you do business as well. Yes, you you have your own business. You, you have gotta your pay own, the bills. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> so um, you, you uh, I think you did like um, what VAZ? VAZ Enterprises. Uh, it's formerly Top of the Line Talent Bookings. Okay. Because I do more than one business. You know, mm-hmm. I do credit card processing. I own a talent agency. Hopefully soon I'll open up a float center, flotation therapy center. I'm hoping. Really? I, I would like to. It's it's changed my life completely. Okay. I've been in less pain ever since I started flotation therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it gets rid of the physical stress. It gets rid of all the pain. You know, it gets rid of my pain and stuff. It, it also helps with mental stress. It helps with depression. It helps with anxiety. Mm-hmm. It it's also cleanses your, your your pores, your skin. Like the, the Epsom salts is actually very very good for your skin. Mm-hmm. And it's, it also adjusts. Like it also it's it's like a chiropractor. Like it adjusts you while you're floating and everything. Like it a hundred percent like heals your body. Like it's unreal. So, and, and, and it makes me very positive, and it's very good for spirituality, especially if you're like into meditating and stuff. It me- it's like meditation on steroids. Really? <laughs> it's like it's like meditation times a hundred. It's like it, you, you're deeper into your thoughts. It, it helps you make better positive decisions in your life. It, it completely made me more positive in my life, and it made me a lot better person. It, it like I get rid of all negativity out of my life, and I just. Stay positive, brother. People, listen. That's what I'm all about. Let me tell you something. Your haters will always be your number one fans. They will always pay attention mm-hmm. to you more than the people who actually like you, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. I love my haters. The, the, people can hate me all they want. I, I will always I will always love my haters because they pay attention. They, 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 they're, they're, they always have something to bitch about when I say something that they don't like. You know, yeah. you know. Usually, I hate that on social media because uh, a lot of times, you know, you, again, you have a WWE wrestler on Instagram. Like uh, people what, don't like the fact that I'm opinionated. They don't like the fact that they, I they, have they something don't. to say. They don't like hearing the truth. So people are going to hate me, and they're going to have bitch about what I said. Why? Because apparently, it's true. It's bothering them. You're, if if it's not true, then why does it bother people? I don't understand it. Apparently, they don't like hearing the truth. I'm like, I'm the broccoli man, bro. <laughs> you're a proud Scorpio, aren't you? Damn right. Uh, so am I. Yeah. So we tell some hard ass truths. Bro, that, people call me the broccoli man. Oh man. Because I always tell people shit that they don't like, and it's gonna, and it's good for them. Broccoli. So, is good. <laughs> Wait a minute. Broccoli yeah. is good. It doesn't affect me none. Chinese broccoli is good. 
with the, with the sauce on it and shit. That's oh, good. Really? Oh, dude, yeah. yeah I'm telling you, I'm telling you, man. Now, now, um, yeah. I, I love all this stuff that you're doing. And one of the funny thing is between you and Did I. Did you ever do flotation therapy? No, I want to now since you, you really, just said bro, it. Bro, you really, really need. You should. Yeah. You should, bro. They got them. They got them in Baltimore, man. I'm gonna I'm Google it and look it I'll, up. I'll, you know what? I'll Google it and I'll and I'll send you the links to the to the ones in your area. Okay. Okay. You gotta try it. I'm telling you, you have to change my life, bro. Now I do have a funny moment yeah. about you. What I do uh, now? Before I, <laughs> between you and I, every Halloween you send me a picture of yourself and you have a Halloween costume of you dressed as a Magnum condom. <laughs> well. Most of my life, people always called me a dick. Sometimes even a big dick. I figure it's the one. Time, <laughs> I figure it's the one time a year I can dress like one. So you know. Yeah. Uh, so so uh, so uh, I, I hate to put her on the spot, but if you dress up as a condom, what does she dress up as? Well, I wanted to get her to dress up as a vagina, but that wouldn't happen. She wouldn't do it. It's it's bad enough she's embarrassed that she has to stay next to a dick all day. You know? But <laughs> you should have seen it in Vegas. I must cause an accident on Las Vegas Boulevard because I was wearing a Magnum condom costume. Oh man, so we were there for Halloween. Oh, Halloween in Vegas, people, you have to do that. It is awesome. Las Vegas, you think Las? And let me tell you something. It's perfect weather in Vegas around that time of year. It's only like eighty something degrees during that time. I'm going to get my friend uh, Randy to do that uh, in Vegas. He's going to dress up as a giant Ghostbuster. <laughs> um, you know, and just freak people out doing it. He's he's actually a ordained Ghostbuster. Nice. So, uh, but anyway, uh, you, you have so much, though. I, I, I feel like i got to come back and talk to you about more stories in the wrestling business. I haven't even talked wrestling. Hey, I have an idea. Why don't, you, why don't you, one Halloween next year. Okay. I'll dress up as a Magnum Com. You could dress up as the vagina. Uh, yeah, I ain't gonna do that. Come on, I don't even do Halloween. Come on, you are what you eat, bro. Right? Uh, whoa! <laughs> you are what you eat, bro. Right. I don't think people know I do that. <laughs> but um, come on, we're Scorpios. We like to eat the pussy. You know, <laughs> there's some that don't. There's, there's some Scorpios that don't do that, which I found out. Really? Yeah. I mean, and then plus, a are lot they afraid of, of pussy? And, and plus, not a lot of women wash. Well, well, yeah, but you gotta be picky. You gotta you gotta be careful on who you do it. That's just saying, you know. You know, you can come up with you can come up with uh, you gotta do this. You gotta do you gotta do a stank test first. Oh yeah, I know what that is. Yeah, you gotta do that first. <laughs> yeah, that's the only way you can know. Then when, when you know it's safe, then you can go down. You know, but you know. <laughs> you're talking about go- this is the first time. This is a new low on Shyline. You talk about going down on women. Just hey, I'm, hey, hey. I, I, let me tell you something. A happy woman. Happy man, just remember that you make the woman happy, she'll make you happy. Hey, hey, that's that's a yeah, that's yeah. a uh, fact of life. Damn right. You know, uh, happy wife, happy life. That's right. Know, transforms this one. But uh, anyway, Vinny, um, just give me your plugs, man. <laughs> okay, well, give me your links, your social media links. Um, I know, uh, no, uh, not to say plugs with uh, Vinny DeGuido. You got to be careful what you say around me, man. <laughs> this is a true yeah. Italian yeah. Guido. Yep. Uh, Facebook.com backslash official Vinny the Guido. Um, Twitter.com backslash Vinny the Guido. Um, check out my fiance's horror blog. Um, www.nightmarenookhorrorblog.com. Um, it's Nightmare Nook at the uh, Vinny the Guido. Nightmarenookhorrorblog.com. Okay. Check that out. Um, pretty much, I mean, like I said, I'm winding down my, my career. I'm trying to branch more out into the business world. I want to eventually, I'm not saying I'm retiring from wrestling because everybody that says that ends up coming back. Terry Funk. I'm just taking time off, lots of time off, um, just trying to reevaluate my life and, you know. Plus you get married soon and then you have a, you have a son that you spend a lot of time with. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I understand that. I mean, Terry Funk is the only one I know that retired. Now he's retired for good. His health is killing. I mean, Listen, I mean, if there's promoters out there and looking to book top name talent, go to top of the line talent bookings dot com. Yes. And uh, I'll be more than happy to help you out and, uh, you know, find you a nice affordable price and stuff, uh, you know, and that's pretty much it. I mean, I'm not I'm I'm very easy to work with uh, as long as you, you know. As long as everybody's blunt and honest and everything, and that's all that we really need. Honesty is key. You're very easy to work with, but you have a sharp tongue also, which a lot of people I know can't take. Because this is uh, 2010s now, where everybody is sensitive over any word you say. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, you, absolutely. You can say A in a wrong setting, and people get upset. 
Oh, I say a lot of shit that pisses people off, but you know what? <laughs> not if it's the truth, that's the reason it pisses them off. Yeah, and Scorpios, we tell hard ass truths. People don't want to hear, it, but it'll, it'll boomerang. It'll strike back as, oh, I know why he said it. And you know what? We don't give a fuck. No, we do not. <laughs> but Vinny, no. thank you very much. I gotta have no, you God on bless you. soon, thank soon you, man. enough. I'll man. definitely come on again. Absolutely, no man. problem. You're always welcome. Yep. Absolutely. It'll be great, you know. You have anything else for the uh, one last parting shot for the fans out there? Remember, people, other people's misfortune is my entertainment. Good night, everybody. All right. Thank you. <laughs> now, see, for those who didn't believe me when it came to parental advisory in the language, I already told you. Or should I say, I told you so. But anyway, thank you, Vinny DeGuido, for that uh, amazing comedic interview and a story about getting heat in Philadelphia. I would have never imagined it. But then again, being a New Yorker uh, that he is, you kind of you, you kind of saw it coming the, the way uh, he can create promos and jokes out of the uh, fair out of thin air. Uh, man, I almost mixed a word there. Anyway, uh, I had a great time with him. He, I'm always communicating with him on Facebook and he, he just, uh, contacted me about a couple of days ago and say, Hey, bro, when you gonna let the video, when you gonna let the interview out? I said, Well, uh, I'm doing the MCW podcast and marketing a lot and going to shows and reporting and also recording new interviews. So I never really had time to just sit down and mix these episodes. Yeah, I understand having the uh, responsibility of doing a podcast and sometimes your life just gets a little too clustered to the point where you just have to rest. And that is one thing that I don't do is rest a lot. Um, including in the next couple of weeks, I'm be, I'm going to be in Orlando, Florida for, uh, WrestleCon, WrestleMania weekend. A lot of shows going around. Uh, I will be at the table sponsored by SWF Wrestling, which will have the, uh, Lucha Underground crew. Should I say merely almost the same crew that I was with, uh, in big event in New York, uh, Dulce Garcia, Taya Valkyrie, Bull James, Melissa Santos. Uh, damn, I'm forgetting the, Mr. Brian Cage. How can I forget him? I don't want him to beat me up. Uh, also on that bill is going to be Carly Lani Perez, who is Katrina. Man, I can't wait to meet her. I think I'll just fall to pieces uh, if I if I met her. She is so so gorgeous. Um, I I've been waiting for that day to happen the geek of me the nerd of me is going to come out wrong words are going to fly out my mouth at least not the wrong wrong words in terms of professionalism but you get what i mean but also uh a legend a wrestling legend should i say uh in the nwa let alone he had a brief stint in wwe uh mma fighter Dan Severin, he's going to be at our table. So uh, be on the lookout for that. Catch me on Instagram at Sensational One on uh, WrestleMania weekend. Subscribe, like, uh, subscribe to my Facebook page, Official Shinblade. Like, uh, no, yeah, follow my Instagram and my Twitter uh, under Sensational One. Just uh, follow see uh like, like the pictures tell me what you think i love feedback included if you're in the florida area for wrestlemania come hang out with shinblade the sensational one i'll be going to a lot of vip parties and also to uh wrestling events all over including joey janela's midnight party at game changer wrestling which is at 12 midnight on thursday march the 30th um finally met the man after facing leo rush uh a while ago, you know, I met him at SWF, so he's a good guy. He's actually the bad boy, as you can say. Um, also, I will be uh, going to CZW and Beyond Wrestling. I just got tips for those. Uh, Beyond Wrestling based out of Rhode Island, CZW based out of New Jersey. Shout out to DJ Hyde. I uh, met him a couple times, and some of the talent that goes there, I know. So, it's all mixing and mingling WrestleMania weekend. Okay, that doesn't sound good. But um, I won't be there for the actual WrestleMania event. Um, I I said in a uh, recent uh, post on my personal Facebook that um, my energy for WWE is merely almost drained. Um, I'm just not into it anymore. Then plus me being around the Indies a lot, I'm, I'm pouring my energy into that because a lot of people don't know 
how uh, difficult it is to become a successful professional wrestler, even in the indie scene. You know, a lot of these guys have jobs. They uh, provide for their uh families those who have children and wives and girlfriends and fiancés so it's a lot of time uh it's a lot of time and patience to deal with when you're dating a uh, wrestler i haven't dated one yet i don't tend to at least a female wrestler i'm straight um i don't tend to because it's more like uh you know unprofessional uh, unprofessional to uh mix business with pleasure a lot of times so, um, you know, I try to keep my distance with those. Also, I want to give a shout out to a uh, special friend that I made over uh, the past couple of days named Jessica Renee, who's a ring announcer in Texas. Uh, she works at Louisiana, California, Texas and many other areas. Uh, she is what they call the golden voice. Uh, peeped out her material on Instagram and gave her um, gave her a message, uh, you know, through the the realms of networking so hopefully she can be on shy lounge one day she may not be a big deal but she's a beautiful deal i can say it that much anyway um i got a lot of developments coming up i can't tell them now so stay tuned uh stay tuned to twitter instagram uh whatever have you of shinblade and as always i leave my door open to anyone who wants to message me i'm very interactive with anybody who messages me and posts comments on my posts so uh, get it now before uh, the future happens. And I have absolutely no time for not even myself. <laughs> I barely do laundry. I barely do laundry sometimes, but I'm not that disgusting person. No, I always take time to do stuff like that. But anyway, thank you, Vinny DeGuio. Thank you all for listening. Uh, I apologize. Then again, I don't for those who uh, listen and were offended by the curse words and the jokes of Vinny DeGuido. I stand by the parental advisory, so don't sue me on it. Anyway, you all will have a uh, great day. Thanks for listening, and I'm out.